For a special episode of the Melanin 360 podcast. As always, I'm Jeray, your hostess with the mostest. And today's episode is going to be just a little different for a few reasons. First of all, there's no guest today. And as of about mm, three or four hours ago, this country just avoided the train wreck that would have been Donald Trump and his second presidency. Thank God. And lastly, This podcast is called Melanin 360, so there's absolutely no way on God's green earth that I could not come on and record an episode after finding out that we were about to have a black woman as a vice president of these United States. And quite frankly, even though we won, and I'm definitely using air quotes with that, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered, and it's a lot of things that I, and I'm sure you, need to get off of your chest. So y'all just going to have to sit and listen to the sound of my lovely voice solo this time. And listen, if y'all can survive waiting for Nevada to come up with their votes, you can damn sure listen to me for about 30 minutes. Okay. All right. So here we go. Okay. So if you would have told me a year ago that I'd be hosting my very own podcast, I would have told you you was tripping. But here we are. And while the Melanin 360 podcast is one of the dopest podcasts out there, If I do say so myself, I could not have done any of this without Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout not only hosts my podcast, has affordable monthly plans, and gave me all the info I needed to start my show, but they got me listed on all major podcast platforms with the click of one button. So if you've been thinking about hosting your own podcast, but don't know where to start, look no further than Buzzsprout. And if you sign up for a paid plan using my special link, you'll get a $20 gift card from Amazon and you'll be supporting my show. That's a win-win, right? So stop thinking about it and join Melanin360 and thousands of other podcasters on Buzzsprout today. So, you know, I don't want to deviate too much from what we normally do. So in true Melanin360 fashion, I have two 90s R&B songs, or rap songs rather, this week. And I think they're very fitting for what we've been dealing with. So the first one is Fight the Power by Public Enemy. And I mean, duh, right? Obviously. Um, You know, I chose that song because that's literally what we did with our votes this election cycle. And it also represents everything that we've been doing around the killing and the disregards of black and brown bodies, you know, in this country, specifically over the last few months. But this song also was written at a time about 30 years ago. Yes, y'all, 1990, 30 years ago, when we were literally fighting the same thing that we're fighting now. And as per usual, history repeats itself. But, you know, we're going to get into that on another podcast because I feel like that's a whole... Uh, a whole nother thing that we can talk about for days on end. But the second song also comes from the year 1990 and it is Ladies First by Queen Latifah and Moni Love. And sidebar for a second, where's Moni Love? Like, has y'all, have y'all seen her? Is she recording? Like, what's good? If somebody know, hit me up in the comments, Instagram, whatever. Let me know, Moni, where you at? But anyway, 
I love that song and I loved it as a kid growing up. I thought it was so dope. And what I really want to do is dedicate that song to all of the black women across this country who voted for this ticket and convinced their families to vote for this ticket and organized in their communities, their social groups, their unions, their churches, and then went out and volunteered at the polls. Um, I'm also dedicating this song to every black woman blogger, blogger, podcast and radio show host and content creator who has dedicated their platforms to making sure that we finally have representation in the White House. And I want to also use my platform to specifically by name, thank Senator Kamala Harris for sacrificing yourself for the greater good. You know, you have been raked over the coals um, for so much for not being black enough, not being hard enough for this by being a woman, you know, this, that, and the third. So I just want to thank you sis for putting yourself out there and, um, showing up for us when we need you. I also want to send a big congratulations and big shout out to Stacey Abrams for all of the work that you did in Georgia to get people registered and flip Georgia to turn blue. You know, sometimes, you know, a lot of us were upset that Stacey Abrams didn't win the governorship in Georgia. We felt like she was robbed, but you know, sometimes your failures are for greater victories. You know what I'm saying? So it allowed her to be in a place to um, really do the work in a way that only she could. So thank you, Stacey Abrams for that. I want to thank mayor Keisha Lance bottoms for helping to get Atlanta over the finish line and staying cool. You know, they was throwing all kinds of shade at you, this, that, and the third, but I just want to thank you for being um, a pillar of your community and being a role model for all of us as we've gone through this. Um, I also want to thank Simone Sanders for running a flawless campaign for Joe Biden. It was amazing, sis. Thank you. And last but not least, our forever First Lady Michelle Obama for being so open and so vocal with her platform um, for working with When We All Vote and showing up on, you know, the different versus battles and online and on Instagram and all this other stuff and using her platform to get people um, not only registered, but just basically getting them to the polls and stressing the importance of voting this go around. So I just want to thank those ladies for that because truth be told, America's not going to say it to you, but America couldn't have done it without you and America could not have done it without us. So thank you. So, you know, those are just my little songs to get inspired. So, you know, if y'all want some inspiration, you want to dance around your kitchen like me and get amped and get hyped. You know, add those songs to your playlist and let's turn up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um, let me kind of get to the meat and potatoes of why I'm here. So I was sitting around um, last night and this morning, uh, specifically after the results came in, and I knew that I had to record something. And I had a hard time deciding about where I was kind of going to go with this rant, right? So I was initially going to talk about how I felt about Trump and his shenanigans about not conceding and the the lies that he's saying and, you know, how people are cheating and his frivolous lawsuits and stuff like that. But y'all have been watching the news constantly, okay? Y'all didn't need me to come on here and spend another 20, 30 minutes talking about that. So then I said, okay, um, why don't I talk about how racist America is? But again, y'all are smart. Y'all didn't need me to go on a whole tirade about that. Um, 
I had also thought about reading the fuck out of the black people and the Latinos that voted for Trump. I really did. That was, that was really, really on my mind. But I realized that at this point, that really wouldn't be helpful at this time. So, you know, I decided to go with something else. And what I decided on was to talk about how we should move forward and where we go from here. See, y'all see all that growth right there? Look at that. Because two years ago, the read would have been real. But anyway, um, so where do we go from here? Um, the, the last few weeks, the only thing that we've been seeing on the news and online are pictures of the election map and hearing about the Electoral College. And FYI, I am not here to explain what the Electoral College is, nor am I here to debate about whether or not we should still be using the Electoral College, okay? You can hit Google and we can have that conversation another day. Not saying it's not one that needs to be had. We're just not going to have it here today. Um, But what I see when I look at that map, though, what it represents to me is not just a bunch of states, but it represents the people in those states. And the fact of the matter is, yes, the body Harris ticket won the popular vote and they won it. Um, you know, I think it was like 75 million votes and they got 4 million more votes than Donald Trump. The real number to look at and the real thing to pay attention to is that there were over 70 million people who willingly, knowingly, and happily cast a vote for Donald Trump. They cast a vote for a man who has lied dozens upon dozens of times. They cast a vote for a man that just spews baseless fact after fact after fact out on a daily basis. They cast their vote for a man who refuses to denounce white nationalists and overt racism. They supported a man who called those racist hate mongers in Charlottesville very fine people. They align themselves with someone who, as far as I'm concerned, is directly responsible for over 250,000 people dying and millions of people being affected with his mishandling of COVID-19. 70 million people. I want you all to just take a minute and let that number sink in. 70 million people. Now, for the other people, that voted for Biden Harris, you know, that's not to say that all of those people are not problematic. You know, we saw that with Amy Cooper and her silly ass in Central Park with the damn dog and the bird watching. Okay. But those people are also probably not the ones who are joining and donating money to the proud boys either. Okay. So you kind of get where I'm going with this. Half of the country supports Donald Trump and his racism and his division and his hate. So I just want all of us to be mindful of that as, you know, we continue this conversation and as we move forward past election day and how we move through this country and um, as we build our strategy of how we move forward into 2021, all right? So, you know, I want to remind you too that just because a state turned blue on that map, the whole state didn't vote that way. And again, I'm saying this to say, as people of color, we just need to be careful about how we move through the world. You know, for example, I live in an area that's heavily Democratic. 
but I know that if I drive, you know, an hour or so either way outside of my city, it's a whole different story. You all saw that with the maps in um, in Pennsylvania. You saw what was going on in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia where the populations are um, more minority-based and black-based. You saw that in Atlanta and probably around Augusta, Georgia, where it's more black people there and it was more blue and more heavily democratic. You know, the rest of the states were red. So, you know, this is the kind of country that we're living in. This is America. You know, yeah, half of us feel the way we do, but the other half doesn't. So we can't, we can't shun that side. We, we can't act like that doesn't exist. So again, the question is, where do we go from here? First off, we have to stay vigilant. You know, just because we um, have Biden and Harris in the White House, that is not going to end all of the crap that Trump has unleashed on this country over the last four years. It's just not. And if a damn sure is not going to get is not going to cure racism. This is basically just stopping the bleeding at this point. So, you know, now that they are elected, we have to hold them and every other person in office, whether we voted for them or not from the president all the way down to city council, school board, neighborhood, watch chair, or whatever, we have to hold them accountable. What I think that we forget sometimes is that they work for us, not the other way around. And it goes so much farther than just voting for the person that you like, the person that sounds good or the person that's saying what you want to hear, right? These people propose laws and pass laws about your taxes and your quality of life and what kind of education your child gets. They're making local decisions about how your community protects you from this pandemic. They also appoint the sheriffs and the police chiefs who will determine what kinds of officers they hire, how they are trained, and how they police your community. So again, you know, obviously the presidency is important, right? Um, Congress is important and your governor is important, but... The down ballot elections are just they're 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 just the most important thing because it hits you more locally. To me, I think it's more important. You know, we have to continue to always hold them accountable and make them do what they said they were going to do or make them do what you need them to do. Period. The second thing that I would say is that as black people, we have to stop giving away our vote for free. We've done it for too long. For decades, the Democratic Party has depended on the black vote and actually downright expected black women to freely be the backbone of their campaigns. And really, what have we gotten from them? Simply them being the lesser of two evils? I don't know about you, but that's no longer good enough for me and mine. Black and brown people have turned out this year in record numbers because our lives literally depended on it. And I'm using the word literally like I'm screaming it from the top of my lungs. If you could see my notes, I haven't written down in all caps. Okay. Our lives literally depended on it. We did not have another choice. We are dying in record numbers due to the pandemic and at the hands of law enforcement and what I like to call uh, white people's entitlement. Okay, we are struggling to make ends meet on unemployment. So many of us have frontline jobs that don't allow us to work from home. 
Okay. Those of us that are allowed to telework and work from home, um, it is a blessing and it is a privilege, but so many of our brothers and sisters don't have that. So childcare and the distance learning is a major hurdle for them. So yeah, you know, a Biden, uh, a Biden win was crucial, but I urge you all to accept the fact that our work here is nowhere near done. Quite frankly, we are just beginning. And if I'm all the way honest, we're beginning at a deficit because the last four years has taken us back to the freaking dark ages from where we were after Obama has left office. So um, a few things that I feel like we need to do is stay informed, you know, follow the social media pages of your elected officials and of your jurisdictions and make sure that you all follow the national and the local news, get on their email list. You know, most of the really bad stuff happens because we don't know about it. And then what do we do? We're constantly playing constantly, excuse me, playing defense, trying to get things repealed and overturned and waiting to the next election so we can vote on it again and stuff like that. When had we been paying attention in the first place, it wouldn't have happened. Okay. And lastly, and this might be one of the most important things is to vote in the midterm elections. I cannot say this or repeat this enough. You know, it's not good enough for just for us to just come out when there's a presidential election. The midterms are just as important both nationally and locally. It is important for us, y'all, we got to flip this Senate to really allow Joe and Kamala to accomplish what they said they wanted to do. You know, this takes me back to 2008 with President Obama. We were all excited. He had an agenda. We were fired up and ready to go. And then what happened? We sat at home in November 2010. We didn't vote. And then he wound up with the Congress that was dead set on blocking him at every turn. And we're still playing. We're still paying for that to this day. So midterms matter. Most of the time in midterms, this is where we elect our governors. We elect a lot of our state delegates, our state senators, um, more of our local officials, you know, our sheriffs, like I said earlier, they are so, so, so important. Please do not sit home because then all it does is make us have to work harder in the next presidential election. And while I'm on that point, you know, looking at the map, this year and looking at, you know, how things were and how bad Donald Trump is. The fact that we had to work this hard for a Biden win makes my stomach upset. Like it really pisses me off that we really had to work that hard to make this happen. Um, America and black America, we, we have a lot of work to do. You know, um, America has a lot of work to do to fix itself and as black people, we have a lot of work to do to continue to gain and continue to fight for equality. Our work here is not done. So um, I want to end on a better note before I go. I, I just want to take a second again to highlight what a historic moment this is for black women. To see someone who looks like us and who's an HBCU graduate, no less, <laughs> Oh, y'all, it makes my heart swell. Like there's, there's no other word for me to use other than that. You know, the, the fact that 
me and my nieces and other black women and little black girls across America can see a mirror of themselves ascend to one of the highest levels of government. It's just, it's, it's inspiring and it's amazing, you know, and, and I also want to share this moment with uh, my Asian sisters and particularly Indian women as well. You know, I'm sure that this is just as amazing for them as it is for us. And I don't know about y'all, but I am sure to be crying like a whole baby on January 20th. Like, I'm going to lose it, but you know what? That's okay. Because I deserve this. Black women, we deserve this. And on a more serious note, I pray that God covers Kamala Harris daily while she's in office. Because I feel like she's going to need it. And I also pray that we as women and black people support her, you know, for whatever reasons that I'll never understand. If you didn't like her or if you have feelings about women in that kind of power, just know that she's here and she's here to stay for at least the next four years. So let's come together and show her our support. So fam, like the meme says, I'm a head out. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you know, feel free to hit me up on Instagram at underscore melanin360. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook and Twitter at the Melanin360 Podcast. Please rate and review the show wherever you listen to your podcast. And also you can follow me personally on Instagram at I am Jeray. You know, I post a lot of funny stuff there too. So feel free to follow me. So in the meantime, stay black, stay safe, stay six feet apart, and wear your mask. And remember, we only got like eight weeks left in ghetto ass 2020, y'all. So stay strong, all right? I'll check y'all next week. Peace. Paving this city crank.